Welcome to the Wealth Collective Podcast, where the goal is to make finance fun and accessible to everyday Australians, sharing tips and tricks on how people can improve their financial position and have a laugh along the way. The information contained on this podcast is general advice only and hasn't taken into account your personal circumstances. Before acting on any of the content you've heard, you should consult your own financial advisor to consider whether that is appropriate for you. Welcome everyone to the 18th episode of the Wealth Collective podcast. It's Friday the 29th of March and I'm Pete Pennycott. I'm Zach Masters. And today we're joined on the show by Charlie Cowan from Rocker Financial, Cameron Johnson. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, good. I see. You love me on camera and sort of yeah, yeah, I'm going it. live. So <laughs> feeling really I love good. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm wrapped up. We're ready to go. Let's get into it. Oh, really good. So obviously, um, the year's sort of flying by. So it's nearly March. So we've got yeah. clients now, sort of preparing for. Well, we wanted to get ahead of the curve and preparing for end of financial year. And RBA is talking about, um, you know, personal income tax cuts coming through in the budget next week. So really good time to have you in, in to talk about it. So Zach, what are we what are we thinking in terms of topics for today? Yeah, so I thought um, today we'd probably talk about you know why why should anyone bother to think about tax? It's probably like a thing as financial planners that we get a lot of people coming in and going, how do I minimise my tax? Um, what should I be doing? Um, what's the best way to go about this? Like in terms of record keeping and things like that. Um, so kind of delve into a few of those topics. Um, well, it's almost an extension of what we do. So yeah, you know, tax efficiency goes hand in hand with trying to yeah build as much wealth as you can um obviously we don't mind creating some sort of tax liability because we want to make money all well and good to build capital losses but you've got to you you got to lose money to make it's not exactly a silver bullet um so what we might sort of kick off on is and we'll sort of focus on the the personal um income taxation side so why should this is a really broad question. Why should, any, why should anyone even bother thinking about tax? Um, well, it's a good question, and it is a broad question, as you yeah. say, so I'll try to keep it kind of nice and succinct. Um, I guess any income earner, um, it's a mandatory, well, for most income earners, it's a mandatory payment that they have to pay the government um, for all the things that we, you know, in society get to benefit from oh and australia does have we've got yeah, yeah. generally lovely roads good healthcare system and yeah, good yeah. safety net so yeah, well, yeah i don't mind that at the end of my <laughs> yeah, yeah. That giant tax yeah, yeah. that i get at the end of the year it says all the things that i funded which yeah. is that's a nice sweet yeah, yeah absolutely um but i guess um you know it's people should really keep it in the forefront of their minds and try and uh be more privy to it mm. and maybe plan ahead because um at come the end of the year, you lodge your tax return, you've recorded all your income, your expenses and things, it spits out this result, either going to be a tax refund or maybe yeah. a tax payable. Um, and it's sort of like, if you don't know what to expect, then how can you plan to take advantage of that tax refund? Or yeah. maybe you haven't prepared for that tax payable amount. So. Yeah. And do you guys, like with your clients, do you generally run an estimate first to say, hey, if you're going to have a tax bill, maybe try and like, don't be so eager beaver to actually lodge that return. Yeah. So you're getting a bill and then if you're getting a refund, yeah. maybe a little bit more <laughs> incentive to get that yeah, get that lodged or absolutely. Um, yeah, so generally when we're preparing the tax return, we'll, you know, send it off to the client and um, the client will get pretty much I think it's maybe the third page in or something. It's the estimate of what the tax is gonna be. And right at the bottom it will clearly say 
it's going to be a refund or it's going to be a payable amount. Yeah. Um, and that's when, you know, depending on the client, you know, some people, if it's payable, they don't like to have that tax debt overhead and maybe oh, it's I don't know. No, I'm trying to I try and hold my <laughs> yeah, 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 Absolutely. And so we kind of, um, you know, being tax agents, we get, you know, a bit more of a concession, like a lodgement concession yep. as opposed to, Taxpayers doing their own tax returns. Yeah, because when's that due for the for the average sort of taxpayer who's yeah. doing it themselves? When's that? Like, like October or something? Yeah, yeah, thirty first of October. And, and so, then if you get a little bit more, you can go into the next yeah, yeah, calendar. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. So it will be, um, you know, depending on the individual taxpayer. Yeah. I mean, if you're up to date and things like that, in most cases, it's going to be maybe in May when we have to lodge it, and so you don't have to pay that tax till June. Oh, um, beautiful. Yeah, so I mean, very happy with that. Yeah, I mean, some people have to pay tax along the way, depending yeah. like if they maybe got you know vast amounts of investment income and yeah. things like that. But yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it. But if you're someone like Zach who has lots of capital losses on his portfolio, you know, heaps of deductions, does heaps of yeah. dry cleaning with, <laughs> <laughs> with company logos on get it, that, <laughs> yeah, get that lodged as yeah. soon as possible. I could see that Picardo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that is not a Ralph Lauren. <laughs> that is a Picardo logo. <laughs> Um, yeah, absolutely. And so that's when might we get, would, might get done for trademark. <laughs> we would encourage, well, I would think it makes sense to get that, that sucker lodged straight away, get that refund in your pocket because otherwise it's just going to sit with the ATO. It's so it doesn't interest. earn interest, does no, it? No, no, it just sits there. They're just holding onto your money. They can do whatever they want. And, you know, whereas you probably have a better use to it with it than they do. So think of lots of things. <laughs> yeah, 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 especially. So I think it's, you know, always a good idea to have an idea as to what to expect. And Beautiful. Sort of plan ahead. All right, now this one, uh, this is a fine line one. So tax minimization versus tax evasion. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. please, we, we need to know. So um, yeah. is one of them worse than the other? Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> I'm going to say the uh, the latter is probably worse. Um, so evasion. Yeah, yeah, that's the evasion. Bad. Minimization is okay because that's really implying that um, you're taking the steps to uh, reduce your tax liability or your tax burden within the confines of the tax law. Okay. Um, you know, you're doing everything within the in the correct boundaries of doing so. You're not trying to manipulate the system or yep. doing anything, uh, you know, so it's legitimate strategies like, yeah, you know, yeah, you've got absolutely. a property with some investments that are negatively geared. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that all makes sense. Yeah. You've got bona fide deductions. Yeah. That's yeah. minimizing it. Evasion. Mm. When does it fall into the evasion category? Because yeah. we see people go, to, people go to jail for tax evasion. Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I guess um, from like an individual taxpayer sense, it's sort of, you know, part of it could be, you know, if you're self-employed or you're, you're operating as a sole trader or yeah. something like that, and you're not, you're doing a lot of cash receipts. I yeah. mean, that's, you know, that's an easy example. Okay. Uh, you know, you're not declaring your income, you, you don't have a paper trail or anything, everything's in cash, it's coming into your pocket, you know, you're buying nice things that that can't be accounted for or, so, you know, there's no... I think I saw a serious underbelly. Yeah, 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 exactly. So... Um, yeah, that's probably where the, the line's drawn is that, you know, some people are doing it, you know, justifiably and can substantiate what they're doing, whereas other people, you know, are going to great extents to just avoid tax altogether without, yeah. um, 
yeah, without the proper substantiation or reason. No, well, and obviously any any client of ours or yours, no, there's no tax evasion happening. <laughs> if the ATO is listening out there, so I know they tune in. They tune in regularly. Big, to the big fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big shout out to those guys. Love what you do. Love it. Love it. Um, so in terms of deduction, so that sort of that flows on for that minimization mm. thing. So everyone's constantly sort of doing. Like looking for deductions yeah, yeah, or, or want deductible expenses. Yeah. So, what's exactly a deduction in the like broad sense? Obviously, it's different for everyone depending yeah. on what your occupation is. Yeah. Um, they seem to be really hard to get for people that are PAYG and just yeah. employees. It yeah. seems a lot harder for us to yeah. even think of what yeah. could be deductible. Yeah, well, that's, um, I mean, for any taxable income earners, um, whatever you're producing income, what it's helping you produce income, whether it be salary and wages or investment income or that kind of thing. Um, deductions help reduce that. Um, I mean, it only makes sense, I guess, if the deduction is going to it's needed. And improve your income. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, you get some clients that want to bite their nose to spite their face. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So like yeah, I'll just go and spend all this money because it's deductible. Yeah. Still got to spend the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. And you're not getting each dollar no, back. No. Yeah, so that's probably. That's probably if you the one clarify, like, confused, yeah. Hundred percent tax deductible. Mm. If I spend something for a hundred dollars on something, it's a hundred percent tax deductible. Mm. I don't. Do I get that whole hundred dollars back? No, no. no. <laughs> I think this is a bit, this is a common yeah, yeah, misconception. This, yeah, it is yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It's a it's a massive misconception. So, so how much would I get back? Assuming I'm on say a like top marginal tax rate. Mm. I'm getting back my marginal tax yeah. rate. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So if you're in the top tax tax bracket, say you're earning 200k or something oh, like no, that. So I'd be much below. Just using that again. That's that. Yeah, yeah. And so um, say you spend something for a thousand bucks. I mean, your tax tax bracket, you're going to be like in that. Um, uh, you know. Uh, uh, it's almost fifty percent. It's almost half. Yeah, so it's it's pretty high. And yeah. so you're it's gonna, definitely not worth just me going no. and buying a heap of new iPads. And no, 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 absolutely. Just sort of, if you look at your tax returns over the past <laughs> years, a few iPads on there. Yeah, <laughs> we do need a lot of them. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, and so it's definitely not a dollar for dollar thing. Yeah. Um, you know, it just depends on your tax rate in your your tax bracket. Um, you know, it could be yeah, nineteen cents all the way up to like yeah. You know, and this is the sort of time you see a lot of those sales around going, yeah, it's tax time spend up. Yeah. Um, so providing it is of use to your business or use to you to sort of generate your income, the benefit of doing it later in the year, is, that, is, there, a, is there a reason why all these tax time sales are uh, happening or well, what's, the, what's the thought process with that? Yeah, and well, should I go shopping? <laughs> Please give me a license <laughs> to go shopping. Yeah. <laughs> um, as, you, as you've already alluded to, if it's needed, yep. if it's something that you know that you're going to have to spend anyway. So yep. if it's a, if it's an expense, say um, say you're a tradesman or something, and or in your case, maybe you're like your suitcase, and in yeah. your suitcase, yours is all battered and you're just holding chess. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 I'm trying to be prudent with my spending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your, your, uh, your paperwork's just, you know, it's... it's it's in shambles, taking yeah. it places to place. Um, instead of holding off, maybe come 30th of June, you know, take advantage of one of those sales. Yep. Take that, um, make that purchase because that's tax deductible suitcase. And um, I mean, that makes sense because you need it. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, or even if that's your other suitcase was on its last legs. Yeah. You know? no, just to name something. Um, yeah. You know, well, yeah. that's a common one. Like, we're sort of, we look at that because then we hope, okay. 
we know what our income is going to be roughly. So yeah. we sort of go, okay, this is a good income year. Mm-hmm. So, hey, let's try and bring that forward because who knows, next year might income might drop so yeah. those deductions yeah. will be less valuable. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, absolutely. So that sort of goes on to like we're planners, so we're very yeah. methodical and boring, some people would say, that <laughs> we like to be organised. Um, so we hate panic and uh, urgency mm-hmm. uh, unless it's really necessary. So in terms of our clients, a lot of the time they don't start thinking about tax deductions until probably like the 25th of June yeah. next year. So is there things that people can be doing yeah. throughout the year so it's not like, oh, gosh, I need this, I need to go try and spend this money or get this invoice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other things people can be doing throughout the year. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it happens more often than not. I mean, because a lot of the time, even even after June, um, people look back retrospectively <laughs> in July and say, I've got my group certificate now. Now we're going to try to scramble and find, find some deductions. These yeah. um, so there are ways. I mean, classic example is the you know the shoot shoebox client. Grab grab a shoebox throughout the year, just chuck in your receipts. Worry about it at the end. Um, otherwise, some people are a bit more organised. Collate it all into a nice spreadsheet throughout the year after you make the purchase. You're okay. kind of logging it. Yeah. So it's it's more um, of a as you go kind of thing and then come tax time you're ready yeah this sort of thing you just hand it over to your accountant here you go here's my stuff and and does it cost more like if someone gives you rubbish data where you're literally going through shoe boxes and is that going to be more expensive perhaps on an hourly rate basis than someone who gives it to you already sort of all annotized and sort of going oh it's in this cat even tax categories of yeah. what it is yeah because it's it's creating more work for the account essentially. yeah so I can actually save money by being organized yeah yeah absolutely absolutely um, and I guess another method is uh, the ATO have their um, MyGov app okay oh I'm not it's not MyGov but yeah it's the, the ATO, ATO app. app yeah yeah I'm a huge, oh, huge yeah. fan of this oh, so that's, that's even got um can you put in like your kilometers yeah so but it's actually got gps linked so you can say start your trip now Mm. and then it'll just travel in then when you're at the destination you go stop trip okay um or you just put in the um yeah your first and last we might put we'll put the link in the show notes yeah it's just a free thing okay um, available to all taxpayers so um yeah just easier to yeah even when you're purchasing something like you just take a photo of the receipt yeah, it just saves it. Yeah, and then you just get the CSV file that you can send off um, okay. to the accountant, which makes it a whole, yeah, whole lot easier. Yeah, I'm a huge, huge fan of this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just makes uh, makes life a lot easier come tax time. So that's an easy way to collate all your your deductions, I think. So those are really the three methods, depending on how much you want to spend come tax time. So yeah, all right. So deductions. No, I don't want to labour on deductions, but we like deductions. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, are there things that the like the you know everyday person who's employed by someone, so PAYG employee, they want to get some deductions? What are the common ones that would apply to most people out there that are not really industry specific? Um, so, are they they're like going? These are just bang. These apply to everyone. Yeah. Um, so, uh, are we we're talking about work related? Yeah, oh no, not work, just any deductions. Just any so deductions, I know like one yeah. comes to mind is like donations. Like, yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, that's a yeah. that's a pretty blanket yeah. application yeah. for everyone. Are there other ones yeah. like Yeah, so I guess um, as you said the donations, like if you're into giving, um, I am. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If you're giving into giving, I mean 
uh, as long as you're provide, um, giving to charities that are deductible gift recipients. Then, okay. Yep. Yeah. So that's important to make that distinction. Otherwise, you know, if you're just giving to somebody that's, I mean, a charity that's not a D- DGR, then okay. you're not going to be able to claim the deduction. So would the common one be like a GoFundMe? That's, you know, yeah, things like yeah, that so at the moment are quite yeah, popular. I mean, uh, before you make the deduction, yeah. maybe have a look at the charity. Yeah. And, and is there a is there a list of those somewhere, or will they have something displayed on their website yeah, or something? Generally, yeah, okay. it'll be on the website. Um, you know, so deductible gifts recipient. Yeah, so that's that's important, and you know, um, I think a lot of people sort of think also, you know, buying lottery tickets and stuff that go to charity. Oh, so that one, yeah. I'm a big fan of this. The Royal, <laughs> Royal, um, Royal Melbourne, Melbourne Lottery. lottery. Yeah. Yeah. Deductible or not deductible? Not to shout, ah. out, shout out to Marty in the office. He's, he's always talking about this. Yeah. So, <laughs> so then, the winnings, not taxable then. Yeah, not taxable. Oh, not when taxable. I, so when I win that house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're, you're sweet. Um, <laughs> um, so that's an important distinction to make. I mean, it doesn't mean that, you know, I mean, if you have causes that you want to give to, just know that you might not be able to claim all. Um, apart from that, um, you've got your schools and you've, your, uh, your your building funds, um, yep. your political parties that you can give to up to certain limits. Okay. Um, our accounting fees for tax advice. Of course, yours are. <laughs> yeah, we're, yes. we're so, you know, <laughs> no one can see the show notes, but he's written accounting fees <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. twenty times. Yeah, 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 oh, can yeah. we mention accounting? And, 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 and obviously they're too low. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, I've just been like pointing to this. <laughs> mention this. Mention this. Um, yeah, so the accounting fees. Um, also, probably the biggest, or well, you guys have alluded to it in the past, some past episodes with the income protection. Yeah. Um, if it's in your personal names, so individual name, you can claim the tax deduction. Yeah. I mean, um, some people have it in their super funds. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's probably cause to talk to you guys to see what the best way to, yeah. to do that is. Yeah, yeah, and I think our most successful clients, it is a hand-in-glove approach where... <clears throat> Yeah, what's we should be working together and sort of taking the client on a journey because mm. it's terrible if we're pulling this way and yeah. you, know, you guys are trying to give advice to sort of go a different direction. Mm. Um, and like super contributions are big this time of year where, yeah, um, yeah making salary sacrifice arrangements or personal mm-hmm. deductible contributions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's huge. The frustrating thing is that I think Labor's flagging to remove the ability for um, your everyday employee to actually make lump sum personal deductible contributions. Mm-hmm. So sort of going backwards in time, which is yeah. annoying. But. As, as it stands, yeah, um, yeah, that's definitely something to talk to you guys about as well. Yeah, did, super... you, did you maybe want to touch on, Pete, the difference between the concessional and non-concessional contributions in terms of the taxing? Yeah, well, concessional, you actually, it's coming out of pre-tax income. So, you know, you're getting that deduction. And it's a, it's a no-brainer for, you know, especially people who have surplus cash, they don't need the income. Instead of paying your sort of marginal tax rate on it, so it's you know, you know, forty, yeah, it's forty-seven percent. We don't want to be paying that. We go, we'll pay fifteen percent contributions tax, get it in there. So particularly relevant for you know, especially people in their sort of fifties, where you go, you know, you're getting close to preservation age, so you've got confidence of it's not going in there and getting stuck in there for sort of you know, decades and decades. Um, whereas a non-concessional is after tax. Yeah, it, and yeah, you, know, you might want to use that where you've sort of exceeded your concessional contributions cap of twenty five thousand dollars. So that means you're not getting a tax deduction on it. It goes the whole amount goes in. So if you've got fifty thousand, fifty thousand hits the bottom line. So um, pretty important. I think the deductible ones like this is the time to be thinking about it because yeah, 
once you've missed that opportunity, um, it's sort of you know, there are some abilities to catch up, but it's a little bit harder to, to do. And there's a bit of legislation sort of flagged if there is a change in government to actually mm. repeal a lot of those things that are just being brought in. So um, I think it's going to be harder and harder to get money into super. So I'd be sort of pretty strong on that. Um, and then I guess next on the investment side of things. So we love investments. So yeah, um, in terms of capital gains tax, how does this work <laughs> yeah. so we'll, we'll give, hopefully we've got some simple yeah, exam yeah. and we don't get bogged down into the yeah, yeah 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 so um because so, obviously when when you dispose when we dispose of a share portfolio or a parcel of shares or a property mm. it's not i don't get to keep all that money apparently right? <laughs> no 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 so um when you when you dispose of your your investments uh share portfolio or otherwise mm. um if you're making a gain, like if you're if you're selling it for more than what you bought it for initially, that gets tacked onto your taxable income come tax time and gets assessed, um, you know, at your marginal tax rate. So capital gains tax is not a separate tax. Yeah, it's more just tacking onto your normal taxable income. Yeah. Um, so that's really the the crux of it. And the other, if if you're sell the asset for less than what you bought it for. That creates a capital loss, which can be carried forward to offset future capital gains. And I mean, that's a separate thing to um, your other, it's removed from your other taxable income. It doesn't offset other taxable income. Yeah, and that can be carried forward for like yeah, into, in, in perpetuity. perpetuity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, so, so we're obviously long-term investors here. Um, is there benefits of holding assets for a longer period of time than a shorter yeah. period? Yeah. Um, yeah, so as everything stands currently, so if an individual holds that asset for more than a year, then they only need to pay tax. They get assessed on half of whatever the, the profit they made on the disposal of that asset. Um, so then instead of, say, I buy a asset for 100 bucks, sell it for $200, um, I don't have to put... put um, get assessed on the full $100 at my marginal tax rate. It's yeah. only the 50 bucks because it gets cut in half. Beautiful. 50% discount. Yeah. So another reason for, you know, just long-term investment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 12 months, not very long time. But, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. But I guess it, it makes a big significant difference if, you, if you're looking at, you know, I've held it for 11 months. I've got this game that I want to realize. Yeah. Maybe it's worth holding an extra month. Yeah. Potentially. And we yeah. say that current, under current legislation because, again... <laughs> Potential change of flair for capital gains tax yeah. to make it as of the 29th of March, yeah, <laughs> which is worse again. Yeah. So they're gonna halve that almost, it's gonna go sort of to 25% uh, as a discount instead of the yeah. 50%. So, um, you know, if you've if you haven't been really active in voting and you're trying to grow wealth and build your investments, so yeah, have a sort of read between the lines here about sort of some of these potential changes that are coming down the yeah, track. Yeah, and think about that when you when you're making your, uh, your sort of uh, your marks at the, at the ballot box. So um, yeah. So was there anything else you wanted to cover off on today, or sort of anything else that we should know, or sort of listeners should be sort of um, really thinking about, or tips like or potential um, traps that you're seeing regularly? Yeah. Um, I guess people shouldn't be sheepish about coming to you know dialing up an accountant or you guys as um, to discuss things that they're probably unsure about because you can put yourself into a worse position lodging your tax return 
incorrectly or something like that um, if you do it yourself without getting on the blower and talking to somebody. Um, you can avoid all that, the hassle of trying to get all that stuff rectified later. Yeah. Um, even just getting ideas like, oh, is this tax deductible or, or anything like that. So I guess um, when we're bringing it back to deductions yeah. um, for work-related, you just want to make sure that um, it's a, you've incurred the expense, yeah, the expense is justifiable, and it relates to that in, directly to that income-producing um, activity, whether yeah. it be salary and wages or investment, investment income, income. Or, or anything like that. Yeah. So um, anything you're unsure about, you should definitely get on the phone. Yeah, and we phone. find what, yeah, getting your accounting done by a professional mm -hmm. is a tax-deductible expense. Yeah. I've not found very – I've very seldomly found a client that's gone and got like professional tax advice and they're worse off. Yeah. So generally the professional tax advisors helping them find deductions they didn't yeah. think of, mm -hmm. stop them from making stupid mistakes, i.e. claiming things they thought were deductible because someone at a barbecue said, yeah, yeah I claim it. Because mm -hmm. um, obviously in the Australian system, it's a self-reporting system. Mm -hmm. So your tax return is whatever you say it is mm -hmm. until you get audited. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the ATO system is getting a lot better at picking up yeah. dodgy deductions now yeah. as well. I um, mean, you don't want them chasing you for, for money either. Yes. So, I mean, each year... Hello to the ATO. Yeah. We can see... Um, whether the ATO sort of flagged that person for maybe Ooh, okay. claiming uh, excessive deductions yeah. compared to other people in similar occupations and yeah. um, similar income earning. Uh, That's right. They've got the system now, doesn't yeah. it, that it picks up goes, you work yeah. this occupation, you yeah. earn this income kind of threshold. Yeah. Um, what's everyone else? Yeah, what's similar average? to you doing? Yeah, and yeah. so you an outlier. Like, why are you an outlier? And that's not to say that to be you have to be super cautious as long as you tick off those three things that i mentioned before mm. um you should be fine you just yeah. might have to just provide the evidence and yeah the, the, and that's why if it's legitimate you've got nothing to worry yeah. about and you can be an outlier that yeah, yeah because yeah. you might have gone you know this is a year we're heavily investing in our business because mm. of xyz or i'm heavily investing in i don't know um, my property portfolio mm. so we're sort of um, spending up on to sort of so it increases my rent next year or something like that yeah. um so there might be bona fide reasons for yeah. it so yeah but yeah. shouldn't you shouldn't be nervous about an audit no or getting looked at provided you've done nothing no. wrong because i mean that can it can happen to anybody anyway yeah. i mean anybody can be flat yeah um but it just increases the likelihood if you are that Liar, but yeah, yeah. should we do a live then? check of Zach's for how many flags? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we can have a talk. <laughs> that's, that's right. how's, how's he traveling this many kilometers? <laughs> <a year>? uh, <laughs> well, that's awesome. Uh, I think we're sort of we're out of run out of time, unfortunately. But um, well, how so, do people get in contact with you? Probably that's one thing, um, yeah. Put down, yeah. If someone wants to reach out to you, yeah, how, yeah, how sure. do they get in touch? Um, yeah, they can uh, either call our officer, um, or get on email. Um, will you guys put it in the show notes or should I just spill it over? There? Spill it over, yeah. but I will put it in the show notes as well. Yeah, um, yeah so number, our office number 0398747255. And my, and you can direct your mail either um, to myself directly at Cameron Johnson at rucker.com.au or to our um, just general email address, which is mail at rucker.com.au. Beautiful. Well, that's awesome. Thanks so much. So, yeah. well, that's all today for today's episode of the Wealth Collective Podcast. We hope that you got something out of today and um, a little bit of preparation and we've given you a couple of months at least to sort of get your tax stuff in <laughs> yeah. order. Um, so thanks for listening and thanks to Cameron and Zach uh, for you. joining me today. Um, yeah. And then join us again next time. We'll see you all again next week. 
Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We're on all, yeah, we're on all the sort of major channels, sort of Apple, Spotify, Google. And we'll have a uh, special budget episode on Yeah, on so Wednesday. I think Wednesday morning we'll be coming at you with a special budget to tell you. <clears throat> I'm predicting a lot of tax cuts getting announced. So just to, they're not trying to buy votes, but yeah, yeah. I think it'll be pretty back in here. Yeah. <laughs> no, you'll just be a pound of fish. Really happy with his own work. <laughs> <laughs> well, to see Cameron again next week. Now. Um, but anyway, send any questions you've got to connect at picada.com.au or um, hit us up on Twitter or one of the social channels. We'll see you all again next week. Cheers. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for tuning into the Wealth Collective podcast. You can get in touch with us and send any questions to connect at picada.com.au or send us a message on Facebook or Twitter. If you have enjoyed this, then please subscribe and five-star us on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast service. Until next time, live well and be prosperous.